1: It is Monday, November 7th, and this is People Every Day. Hey there, listeners. Janine Rubinstein back with you and recharged from the weekend. Today is a big day, you guys. Tonight, we're revealing this year's Sexiest Man Alive with some help from our good friend, Stephen Colbert. Uh, later in the show, we've got a little preview for our SMA issue, and we reveal a few of the other sexy stars featured in the magazine. But before that, we are, of course, going to take a deep dive into the sudden passing of musician Aaron Carter and the touching tribute his brother Nick and the rest of the Backstreet Boys gave before their UK show. So much to get to, so little time, so let's dive right in. I know this past week, a lot of you took down your Halloween decorations and started looking ahead to the holiday season, but, If you squint your eyes really closely, you can see one of my favorite seasons coming up, awards season. Earlier today, we learned that Jimmy Kimmel will be the host of the 2023 Oscars. The Emmy winner hosted the 2017 and 2018 Academy Awards. And this morning, the Jimmy Kimmel Live host released a statement saying, quote, Being invited to host the Oscars for a third time is either a great honor or a trap. Either way, I am grateful to the Academy for asking me so quickly after everyone good said no. (laughs) Producers for the Oscars are excited to have Kimmel return to hosting duties commenting, quote, Jimmy is the perfect host to help us recognize the incredible artists and films of our 95th Oscars. His love of movies, live TV expertise, and ability to connect with our global audiences will create an unforgettable experience for our millions of viewers worldwide. And we should note that this is coming after a truly unforgettable wild show last year. I forget why, but I remember something notable (laughs) happened. Seems like Kimmel's just who they wanted to help reset and lay the drama to rest. Academy Awards will be held on Sunday, March 12th, and I cannot wait. Rebel Wilson is a mom. Today on Instagram, the Aussie actress shared a post announcing the birth of her daughter, saying, quote, beyond proud to announce the birth of my first child, Royce Lillian, born this past week via surrogate. I can't even describe the love I have for her. She's a beautiful miracle. I am forever grateful to everyone who has been involved. You know who you are. This has been years in the making, but particularly wanted to thank my gorgeous surrogate who carried her and birthed her with such grace and care. Thank you for helping me start my own family. It's an amazing gift. The best gift. Aw, the Pitch Perfect alum's post included a picture of this brand new baby. And you guys, she looks so darn cute. She's sleeping with her hand on her face and looks all cozy in her onesie and little unicorn slippers. Just such a cute baby. Congratulations to Rebel Wilson and her growing family. Now this. On Friday, Twitter announced massive layoffs after new CEO Elon Musk claimed he had no choice but to fire thousands of Twitter's employees just a few days after taking over the company. While the exact number of employees fired has not been confirmed by the company, sources close to the situation told The New York Times that the Tesla CEO, who's 51, planned to fire around half of Twitter's 7,500 employees. Musk responded to the layoffs in a tweet saying, quote, Regarding Twitter's reduction in force, unfortunately, there's no choice when the company is losing over $4 million a day. In the days following, multiple Twitter employees have filed a class action lawsuit against the company and its new owner, stating that the layoffs they're facing under his rule are in violation of labor laws. But get this, Some of the employees have been asked back already by the company. Twitter has reportedly reached out to dozens of once-fired employees asking them to return. Can you imagine some of the full-throated cackles on the other end of those phone calls? Apparently, the new management realized that having experienced employees is beneficial to the company's success. But the layoffs are only part of Musk's changes for Twitter. He also plans to charge users a monthly $8 subscription fee to get that famous blue checkmark next to their profile. The SpaceX founder says it's a way for the social media company to combat spam on the platform. Musk appears to be going all in on Twitter verification, as he also announced in a tweet, quote... Going forward, any Twitter handles engaging in impersonation without clearly specifying parody will be permanently suspended. Several stars like Wreck-It Ralph star Sarah Silverman and comedian Kathy Griffin had their account suspended shortly after they changed their Twitter names and photos to impersonate Musk. Shortly after having her account suspended, Griffin started tweeting from her dead mother's account where she tweeted, quote, Hashtag free Kathy. Griffin later clarified it was her using her mother's account, stating she would not mind and, quote, apologize in advance for all the comments you're going to have to read about how ugly I am, and they're probably going to throw you in there, too. The comedian appeared to be having fun with it, adding, oh, by the way, this is KG. I'm tweeting from my dead mother's account. Musk poked fun at Griffin's suspension by tweeting, quote, actually, she was suspended for impersonating a comedian. Griffin clapped back at Musk, responding once again from her deceased mother's account. Quote, I mean, you stole that joke, you a-hole. People have been posting that joke for hours, you hack. Look, please do a better job running this company. It used to mean something. This is KG, by the way. Look, it's been how long since Musk's been running the show? What, a week? All of this turmoil and back and forth feels like a lot. It will definitely be interesting to see how this Musk makeover at Twitter shakes out. And now we're shifting our attention to Saturday's heartbreaking news that former child star Aaron Carter died at the young age of 34. We all saw the shocking news over the weekend as our phone alerts went off with the news that child pop star Aaron Carter died at just 34 years old in his Lancaster California home. As reports and tributes came in over the weekend, the star's shining beginnings, but also troubled past and complicated relationship with drugs kept coming to the surface. It is no secret that Aaron struggled with addiction and his mental health over the years, seeking treatment and really trying his best to do the hard work on himself. His son, Prince, was born last November with on-again, off-again fiancé, model Melanie Martin. His brother, Backstreet Boy member Nick Carter, said in a statement, quote, My heart has been broken today. Even though my brother and I had a complicated relationship, my love for him has never, ever faded. The Post continued, Sometimes we want to blame someone or something for a loss, but the truth is that addiction and mental illness is the real villain here. I will miss my brother more than anyone will ever know. And he ended by saying, God, please take care of my baby brother. Here with us today to talk about this story is our senior West Coast editor, Melody Chu. Welcome back to the show, Mel.
2: Thanks, Janine. It's really sad news today.
1: Seriously. Well, let's start with what we know about his death. Can you take us through how the news broke and what is being reported about what could have happened?
2: So the news broke Saturday morning, L.A. time, and he was found in his Lancaster home. Police said without officially confirming it was Aaron, but said that a housekeeper had found him in the bathtub. Sources say he was very isolated at the end, really didn't have a support system. They confirmed it, but said much more will be coming.
1: Oh, gosh. For those who may not be familiar with Aaron's career, though, just fill us in on some of the highlights. I remember him so fondly from, like, the early 2000s.
2: Yeah, he was really that, like, pre-teen teen heartthrob. Every teenage girl, hillary Duff, Lindsay Lohan, we were all in love with him. And he was on Lizzie McGuire, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, Seventh Heaven, you name it, he was on it. And he also took after his big brother, Nick Carter of the Backstreet Boys. Um, He sang, he danced, he acted. He was amazing. And then I think as he went through the industry and a lot of family drama, he struggled like a lot of other young stars. And it was just really sad to see his ups and downs over the last few years.
1: Yeah. We got a a little snippet of the brother's life together on that show, that 2006 e-reality show, House of Carters. Remember that? That was pretty short-lived, Yeah, I think. But how did he describe how he experienced the industry and what he was going through?
2: you know, with Aaron, it was so interesting because despite everything he was going through in his demons, he was always so grateful. We had him in the office in 2018 and he was so sweet, went around saying hi to everyone. and And he wanted this second or even third chance. And he talked about The post-traumatic stress disorder he had from his sister and his dad's sudden deaths, they were pretty close in succession. And also being in the public and having all their family drama aired was really tough on him. He had also faced a couple arrests, a lot of rumors about addiction. And he said that was just really, really hard as someone who's young and trying to make his mistakes and learn from them, but having to do it in front of The world's eyes was really, really hard.
1: Let's delve into the addiction element a little bit because he has been very open about it in recent years. So, so can you share a little bit about how he said addiction affected his life?
2: It's hard because I think Aaron was grappling with a lot of demons, and some he was honest about. Some he wasn't as open. Our sources say that his worst enemy was sometimes himself. He would tell people, I'm doing fine, I'm doing fine. And he almost would believe it. But behind the scenes, he was obviously struggling. So throughout the last decade, it was treatment centers and he would say it was for emotional and spiritual issues. But those around him would be really concerned that there was drug use going on. He also had financial issues and, and that's something the family dealt with. And he also struggled with feeling like many other child stars that you are the breadwinner for the family and having that pressure on you as a young person is so hard.
1: What do we know about his relationship with his family, especially Nick at the time of his death?
2: You know, our sisters are saying he was basically estranged from Nick. It wasn't because there was a lack of love there between the brothers. It's just that Nick had tried to help and you know, he has his own family now and he wanted to protect them. And he felt like he had sort of reached an impasse with Aaron. And we all saw them spar publicly on Twitter and restraining orders and all of that. I don't think either of them wanted that to play out publicly. We saw last night at the Backstreet Boys concert, which Nick got on stage and was very emotional and paid tribute. And, and again, underscored that it's not that he didn't love Aaron. And they had a lot of highs together you know they they became famous together Aaron took after him and idolized his big brother but it sadly fell apart just
1: a, a tragic tragic story I'm um, Mel thank you so much for for taking us into this and I'm just you know hoping hoping the family can find some peace
2: thanks for having me
1: while there will only be one sexiest man alive to be revealed before the day is done on The Late Show with Colbert tonight, uh, the pages of this week's issue are graced by some of our other favorite sexy men out there, including rapper Kendrick Lamar, Yankee slugger Aaron Judge, Batman and Twilight star Robert Pattinson, to name a few, and loads of others. Coming up, we share more about them and some of our other favorite sexy hunks who made the issue. But first, over the weekend, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inducted its newest class, and after the break, we share some of the highlights from the big weekend in Cleveland. We'll be right back.
0: Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea.
1: We are back, and it's time to rock. On Saturday, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inducted its 2022 class, which featured iconic talents like Carly Simon, Lionel Richie, Pat Benatar, and Neil Geraldo, uh, Dolly Parton, Eurythmics, Eminem, and Duran Duran. While the performances won't officially air just yet, we have seen some leaked footage from some of the greatest musicians in the world, putting on an amazing show. But before the festivities began, Grammy winner Janet Jackson stole the red carpet while rocking one of her signature looks from the 1980s. The All For You singer wore an all-black pantsuit with a high-collar jacket to announce the award, a clear nod to the cover art of her third studio album, 1986's Control. Okay, (laughs) Jackson topped it all off, and I emphasize top, with voluminous curls styled to one side of her head. You guys need to see the photos on our website. I honestly have no idea how she made it to the venue with hair that high. I mean, she was probably laying down in the back of a limo, right? (laughs) The night saw the inductees take the stage and show off why they deserve to be immortalized. Lionel Richie was joined by Foo Fighters frontman Dave Grohl in a rendition of Richie's classic, Easy Like Sunday Morning. Of the moment. New inductee Marshall Mathers, better known as Eminem, treated fans to his 2003 hit Sing for the Moment and was joined by Aerosmith Steven Tyler, whose vocals from Dream On are featured on the hit track. But leave it to the woman with the biggest voice and biggest star power to put on one of the biggest performances of the night. Dolly Parton gave an incredible performance of her classic, Jolene, alongside a slew of friends, including Brandi Carlisle, Pink, Judas Priest, Duran Duran, Cheryl Crow, Eurythmics, Pat Benatar, Neil Geraldo, and the Zac Brown Band. You may recall the country queen was a little hesitant about even being nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, essentially because she doesn't fancy herself a rock and roll gal. And she initially asked to be removed from consideration earlier this year. Parton shared, quote, I appreciate any accolades that are thrown in my direction, but I still, at that time, felt like I was gonna take votes away from somebody else that really had been working hard in that field. I'll take all of what I can get in the country field or whatever I'm doing, but I just didn't wanna take votes away from somebody else that had spent their life counting on that. Oh, she's so sweet. But now the I Will Always Love You singer said she's going to lean into her Hall of Fame status and is going to record a rock album as a gift to her husband of 56 years, Carl Thomas Dean, who is a lifelong rock and roll fan. Parton said, quote, I'm doing the rock and roll album because of him. I had often thought about doing a rock and roll album for him with his favorite songs, and so when this all came about, I decided that I am gonna go ahead and do it. It was just the perfect storm. Okay, it's time. Oh my gosh, a new album from Dolly Parton, um, Yes Please, but also edgy emo rocker Dolly. I'm imagining the epic hair and makeup transformation already. If you wanna check out induction night performances of Dolly and the rest of the 2022 class, you can catch the 37th annual Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony on Saturday, November 19th at 8 p.m. ET on HBO. Now, if Friday's episode didn't tease this enough, it's a big week here at People because we are about to unleash our annual Sexiest Man Alive issue. But aside from the head hunk who will take the much sought after title, there are so many handsome men who will be featured in the pages of the magazine. And we thought we'd give you a little sneak peek to some of the very, very sexy men we are spotlighting in the big Men of the Year feature. These are all the other guys who had us drooling in 2022. Who's excited? I know I am. So joining me now to discuss it all is People's Digital Features Director, Kate Hogan. Hey, Kate. How excited are you for this issue?
3: Hey, Janine. I'm very excited. It's our favorite time of year here at People.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It is. So one of my favorite rappers is featured in the issue this year, Mr. Kendrick Lamar. He dropped his album, Mr. Morale and The Big Steppers earlier this year. And the rapper and Pulitzer Prize winner has many sexy qualities to him. It's not just his good looks, right?
3: Yeah, you're right. Obviously, he is very nice to look at, as are many of the men in this issue. But lately, he's been talking a lot about fatherhood and how that influences his music and his unconditional love for his children. And that is obviously sexy, a good dad. And
1: just that that cover art on his album where you finally see his wife and the kids. And it's just like, oh, hi, Kendrick. We're getting more of you now. I love it.
3: Yeah, he's always been pretty private, but he spoke to W Magazine and talked about how his children have allowed him to kind of remove his own ego from his music and his work and think about his independence and their independence. And it's really kind of changed his perspective on music and life.
1: Yeah, I saw him at Rolling Loud. Definitely, definitely an attractive man. (laughs) Well, someone else who is taking the world and our hearts by storm, Diego Luna. The actor continues to charm audiences everywhere. So what are some of the other reasons we included him in our list this year? Yes,
3: well, Diego Luna has been around for quite a while. He's one of those actors who I feel like you just always see and don't necessarily see out in the paparazzi as much, but he's on everything. And so currently he's on Star Wars Andor, and he also just has the dreamiest eyes. So, you know, he's got... A buzzy show, he's got the good looks, and that's part of why we love him. Well, our next guy continues to have one big
1: year right after another. I'm talking about Robert Pattinson. Come on, guys. Of course, we had to include him on this list. The Twilight alum killed it in the titular role of the Batman. So, Kate, why do you think we just can't get enough of Robert for
3: over a decade now? I think it's been so interesting to watch his evolution. Like you said, for a decade, we saw him when he was young in twilight and now all of a sudden he's in his late thirties. He's a Batman. He's got that sexy deep voice thing going as part of the character. And I think just his growth um, has been really interesting to watch and his choice in roles. And obviously, you know, he's Robert Pattinson. He's a very good looking guy, too. And we've also seen him like
1: vulnerable and heartbroken. I'm not going to name any names, but he came full circle and he just seems like, you know, he's got it going on despite all of that. We're going to take a little trip to the Bronx, though, to talk about our next guy, New York Yankee Aaron Judge. The baseball player hit 62 home runs this season, setting an American League record. Uh, It's amazing. And we just had to shout that out in this week's issue, right?
3: Yeah. Aaron Judge obviously had the biggest year possible with the Yankees this year and also He's so cute to look at. He's got that charming smile. He's got a ton of humility about this whole situation. You saw his parents in the crowd at every Yankees game, his wife. He's truly like a family man, but also literally the biggest star in baseball right now. So that combination is quite sexy, too. Well,
1: before I let you go, Kate, we have to talk about everything, everywhere, all at once star, star he quan. He made a big return to acting this year and audiences everywhere loved it. So remind folks where he's from, why we love him and why he is one of the men of the year.
3: Right. So he's 51 now, but decades ago, he was in Indiana Jones and in Goonies and became a pretty certified child star and then left acting for a long time because In part, it was hard to find roles as a person of color. And now he's come back in everything, everywhere, all at once, and has had this wonderful career resurgence of people being like, I remember you, where were you? And he spoke to people recently for another issue. And again, is another one who's so humble and so grateful for what he has. So again, that combination of the humility, the talent, and the looks is another reason he's one of our Men of the Year.
1: I love it. And I love a Goonies star kind of just blowing up all over again. Who didn't love that movie? (laughs) Well, guys, (laughs) don't forget to check out People's website to see more guys who made the Sexiest Man Alive issue this year. We will be featuring them all week. And Kate, it's always so great to have you on. Thanks for stopping by.
3: Thanks, Janine. Have a great week.
1: And before we wrap for today, I just want to give you all a quick friendly reminder that tomorrow is voting day for the ever important midterm elections. I know voting can feel like such a hassle and to take the stress out of figuring out where you need to cast your vote, you can head to vote.org to find your polling place. It seriously can't be easier. You just go to vote.org, type in your address, and boom, it tells you where you need to go to vote. You can find your voting location, check your registration, see what issues are on your ballot. It could not be easier. Easier, seriously. Also, if you'd like to get caught up on some notable races happening around the country, you can head to People.com to see our exhaustive guide to the 2022 midterms and everything you need to know about the biggest candidates and issues before tomorrow's election. And one last thing, you guys, I mentioned it earlier a couple times, but tonight is the night. Be sure to tune in to The Late Show with Stephen Colbert for the big reveal of who will be named People's 2022 sexiest man alive. I am so excited and we've got a very special show for you tomorrow all about why we find this year's SMA to be so darn sexy. The sexiest to be exact. (laughs) So I will talk to you all tomorrow on our sexiest episode of the year right here on People Every Day.